You're listening to RTNT, Radio Totally Normal Toronto. My mental illness allows me to be more compassionate. I don't let it stop me from what I have to do in life. My mental health helps me relate to other people. I'm not afraid of it anymore. I'm at peace with my mental illness. Mental illness saved my life. My mental illness has helped me learn about myself. It's given me a new outlook on life. Welcome to the September show of Radio Totally Normal Toronto on CJRU 1280 AM and CJRU.ca. I'm Yael and I will be your host for this September 11th, 2019. This will be episode 22. Radio Totally Normal Toronto, or RTNT for short, is a voice for community mental health. Produced by the members and staff of Progress Place, a mental health recovery centre in downtown Toronto. This month, we're focusing on mental health and the arts. As information and awareness spreads, we are seeing an increasingly holistic approach to mental health that is looking at physical, mental, emotional, and social factors as important parts of someone's overall health. As we will see in this episode, the arts can play an important role in overall mental wellness, providing not only an important outlet for expression, but a chance to develop skills and confidence as well. Next, we have Matthias, a Progress Place member, who recently spoke to Kelly Strawn from Workman Arts, a multidisciplinary arts organization that promotes a greater understanding of mental health through creation and presentation. This is Matthias Poe for Radio Totally Normal Toronto. I'm sitting here with Kelly Strawn from Workman Arts. How are you doing today? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Great. And thanks for being here. Uh, my first question is simply, what is Workman Arts all about? So Workman Arts is an art and mental health organization, so we serve artists who identify as having lived experience with mental health or addiction issues. So we are member-driven. We have about 425 member artists right now. They engage with the organization through, um, we have daily classes, art classes, and we have exhibitions that happen. And we also have our Rendezvous with Madness Festival, which is our big flagship event that happens in October, and it's a multidisciplinary festival. We'll talk more about the Rendezvous with Madness Festival later on, but right now, can you tell me about how artists are contacted to be a part of the program, or do they contact you? So they contact us, so we're not referral-based. Mostly what happens is artists will have seen one of our exhibitions, or they'll be talking to another artist, and they'll hear about Workman Arts and we'll get a phone call or an email. And then we set up an interview, and the interview is primarily to see what their artistic practice is. Because we find that artists do well if they're quite engaged with their practice already. If they're sort of dabbling and saying, oh, I used to write in high school. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to write again. Sometimes they get to Workman Arts, and they're not quite sure how to make use of the organization. So we look through their portfolio of work, or if they're a performing artist, they'll do something for us, play their instrument, do a monologue. And then from there, if it seems like it's going to be a good fit, we give them a tour of the building, 
Um, we are uh, at 651 Dufferin Street, so we're in um, St. Anne's Parish Hall. We have 11,000 square feet, and it's you know we have a theater, we have a media room, we have a rehearsal space, we have artist studios. And so once someone takes a tour, if they think, yeah, I could make use of this space and, and this is something I want, then mostly they can become a member on the spot. Sometimes we have a small wait list, but usually we can accept people, you know, pretty, pretty soon after the interview. And then they're a member of Workman Arts. Can you talk about the kind of inspiration for art that can be found in mental health experiences? I think the most important thing that happens at Workman Arts is it gets people out of their homes and so coming to a place like Workman Arts where we have all the materials there that you would need, we have daily classes that you're taking part in, um, that art is happening because a person gets into a place where they feel inspired. They walk through the door and go, great, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this today. And so for us that's the most important thing that happens and then I think certainly, you know, the quality of the art, uh, it's I mean, it's just the quality of the artists. In, in a way, the mental health experience is secondary to these artists just being, you know, really talented artists, but that Workman Arts gives them sort of motivation and a space to practice again. And once they get in that groove, and once, um, you know, creativity starts to happen, well then, it's easier to come the next day and the next day, and then you're involved in a project. And some of our classes, they're group projects, they're putting on films, they're uh, or putting together films, they're putting on theatre productions, so then you really get involved in that sort of group activity as well. Let's talk a little bit about your current role as Executive Director of Workman Arts, and what's that like for you? Um, so like most of the staff, I come from an arts background, so I, I don't have any special training in mental health or addiction experiences. Uh, there's, there's a 12-member staff of, you know, one um, is a social worker, but the rest, we all come from arts backgrounds. So I used to uh, work at the Tarragon Theatre, I used to run the Toronto Fringe Festival. So it's been kind of a lovely surprise, this job. You know, I came sort of with all of my artistic knowledge and what I've learned and the connections I've made in, in the building. It's been quite special. You don't get that, I don't think, anywhere else but an organization like Workman Arts or Progress Place. <laughs> you know, it's quite unbelievable. So I, I would say it's been a very interesting career transition for me. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm still relatively new to it. I'm not quite two years into the job. So. Sounds like you enjoy your work, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is very rewarding. And, and what I like about it is there's a chance to really connect with people. I would say in other organizations, you're just really turning out content. You know, you're like putting together a festival is uh, an unbelievable activity where you're just so busy and you don't really actually get to talk with artists, connect with artists, where in this space, because there's artists in there every day, at various places in terms of you know where their art is at that you can have these really great conversations about what they're trying to accomplish as an artist what they're doing that day and you just really don't get that in other other jobs changing gears a little bit let's talk about being seen mm -hmm. uh, in quotation marks of course the name of the project what has been your experience and process for attracting sponsors to that project and expanding it being seen is, um, so that started, oh, I think we're in our 18th year, 19th year, so it was, the history of Workman Arts is it started at the Centre for Addiction and Mental Health. So the woman who founded the organization, Lisa Brown, 
she was a psychiatric nurse there. She was um, working in the units and just noticed that there was a lot of boredom in the units and she said, let's put on a show, let's start to do some drama. And then from there, she convinced some people at CAMH to let her make use of the theatre that was there. So then Workman Arts became its own organization in the theatre. And so from there, they thought, well, people at CAMH need to know what we're doing. So they started being seen, which was essentially the, putting the art in the hallways and being seen at CAMH. And so from that, it's grown to um, this exhibition that has uh, over um, 160 artworks. Uh, it's now so big that we've moved it to the Toronto Media Arts Centre, which is a big gallery. And so it's exciting to see the show grow, and it's still member-based. And so uh, it is the members of Workman Arts and their work that they're churning out every year, and it is the quality of the work is unbelievable. And so now, you know, we have some, you know, great sales that happen there. The artists get 100% of the sales. Um, and so uh, it's interesting because with that, we're not really seeking out sponsors necessarily, but just sort of responding to the growth of that um, exhibition just through uh, uh, consumer demand that people love the show and more and more people are coming each year. Are there any other highlights from being seen that you'd like to discuss? I think that, you know, what's, what we started to do in the last few years is grow it to be, I would say, more of sort of your typical markers of an exhibition, which um, I'm not from the visual art world, so I was sort of learning as we were implementing it, but artist talks tours, um, you know, an opening night that is, I guess opening nights are the big events in the art world and so having, you know, uh, entertainers come and play and so obviously we have so many members that, you know, we had uh, a couple of our members perform on opening night, really making it a big thing because all of the art sales happen on opening night. So now we're it's really just becoming an exhibition to rival any other exhibition in the city. So in that way it's really exciting to kind of see it be its own legit thing you know, that sort of has come from the hallways at CAMH, you know, just being seen by the employees to really being seen by the rest of the art community. I really like that mm -hmm. approach. Uh, moving on to another project that you guys do, can you talk about uh, the Rendezvous with Madness Festival and its connection mm -hmm. with mental health? So Rendezvous with Madness started as a film festival. It started, um, we are in our 27th year, and so... It was, um, uh, you know, at the time, I would say, potentially there weren't as many film festivals as there are now in, in the city. I think there's over 200 film festivals. So a few years ago, we thought, you know, we have to start shake this up a bit, you know, especially in the era of Netflix and streaming, um, that, uh, that film festivals are becoming increasingly this niche market. So a few years ago, we decided we were going to expand this to a multidisciplinary festival, invite, you know, dance, theater. Uh, this year we have stand-up comedy and just all genres and forms of art. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been really interesting to see that evolve. Um, and it makes for quite an interesting festival that you can see all of these different perspectives on mental health. And it doesn't, you know, certainly all of the content doesn't have to be directly about mental health because sometimes it's an artist who identifies as having lived experience, but they want to create the dance they want to create. It doesn't have to speak to that experience. And so it is, you know, the, this uh, interesting mix of art forms in the festival. 
So oh, and I should mention it runs October 10th to 20th this year. So we're a little over a month away from the festival. So all the contributors will have lived mental health experience, but not mm -hmm. all of the projects will necessarily focus on mental health or illness. Yeah, and I think in a way that honors, you know, we have this conversation quite a bit that, you know, because that has been part of your past, uh, you don't, your art doesn't have to speak to that. That doesn't have to be the only way you define yourself as an artist. And so, um, you know, we really want to, you know, keep that broad perspective. Um, and then where it's different uh, in the film world, uh, because films are the way they are, and sometimes we're getting films, you know, from, uh, you know, with big names from the States, uh, that we don't necessarily always know that the contributors identify as having lived experience. And so with film, we find it is more the content, that it is about a mental health or addiction experience. Um, we're theater and dance and um, the live art and we also have an exhibition as part of Rendezvous that that is um, the criteria is the artist has to identify as having lived experience. You are listening to Radio Totally Normal Toronto on CJRU 1280 AM and CJRU.ca in Toronto. We just heard a wonderful interview with Kelly Strawn from Workman Arts, a Toronto organization whose vision is empowering artists with lived mental health experience while challenging and, ad and advancing perspectives on mental health. Drawing, painting, or molding objects from clay has been shown to support people deal with different kinds of trauma. In The Connection Between Art, Healing, and Public Health, Heather L. Stuckey and Jeremy Noble say that art helps people express experiences that are too difficult to put into words, such as a diagnosis of cancer. Art artistic self-expression, they continue, might contribute to maintenance or reconstruction of a positive identity. Additionally, a review published in 2014 suggests that individuals with music training, such as those who learned how to play an instrument, have improved connectivity between the two hemispheres of the brain. We will be taking a short music break. Following will be the rest of the interview with Kelly Strawn. You might know this song. It's a cover done by Michael Bublé called On an Evening in Roma. How would somebody get involved as a volunteer or as a contributor with that festival? So we're looking for volunteers right now. So people can go, um, our website is workmanarts.com. There's um, a tab uh, about get involved and volunteer. Um, so volunteers for the Rendezvous with Madness Festival, they uh, mostly help with box office and uh, front of house. Um, you know, helping people get into the venue and then, you know, a nice bonus is obviously watching the film or watching the live performance that that's um, an incentive for people. Uh, but with Rendezvous with Madness, it's a what we call a pay what you wish event. So people can also show up and if they're never turned away for lack of funds. So it's completely open to anyone that just wants to come and experience the art. And how would someone apply to contribute for next year? So we open up um, the live performance uh, applications, you know, theater and dance and uh, performance art. Uh, that happens in about November, just based on timing. We start that one first and then after the holidays, then the film submissions open up uh, and they usually close around May. 
And then from that point, sometimes we have some extra activities that we'll post on our website about, this year being the stand-up comedy. That is a new addition. But yeah, that it's either for live performance, around the holidays, film after the holidays. I understand you will be moving from, as you said, your 651 Dufferin location soon. What will the new home of Workman Arts look like? So this has been 10 years in the making to go back to the CAMH site. Uh, 10 years ago, uh, they moved us out of the theater that was there for the Bell Gateway building, I think, was the first build. And they said, oh, you'll be back in five years. Well, 10 years later, <laughs> here we are. So we're ready to go back. It's um, If people have been past uh, the Ossington Queen area lately, there's some major construction happening. So we are in uh, the building on the southeast side. There'll be a brand new theater in there, 300 seat theater. In terms of the whole building, we take up a fairly small portion of it. It's largely the education building, but we'll have sound studios in there, our art studios. We have classrooms to run our courses and training programs every day. And then we're also, you know, because we've grown so much since we left 10 years ago, we're also looking at a lot of off-site locations to run our programming because we've, in a great way, <laughs> outgrown the space that we are now given at CAMH. And so I think people will start to see Workman Arts kind of happening all over Toronto as well. What are you looking forward to once the company does move to, I believe it's called the McCain Centre? Yes. Yeah, uh, so the theatre, I'm really looking forward to having, it's a state-of-the-art theatre, it's going to have all the bells and whistles, so I think we will have a lot of fun putting on Rendezvous with Madness in there, theatre productions, just running our events in, in that theatre will be so much fun. And with that look towards the future, what kind of goals do you have moving forward? I think certainly one of them is to be citywide, that we're aware that not everyone wants to engage with us in a hospital setting. And we sort of like that we are, you know, the rebels that can, you know, do our own thing and, you know, have art that is critical of, you know, mental health care or psychiatry. And, and, and so we think, you know, in order to keep that rebel spirit that we should be uh, citywide, that we should be, you know, running performances and classes and, you know, uh, film programming, not just on the CAMH site. So I think that we've really been, already we're building partnerships, you know, to see where we can have other happenings in the city. So that's one of our next big initiatives. How will the new location and some of these current strategies help you to achieve those goals? Well, as I say, it's, you know, uh, when they started building the new building, we just, we, I don't know how many members we have, but it certainly wasn't 425. And so when I took over the job at Workman Arts, you know, space was a real concern. And, you know, we just decided to turn that into an opportunity that, you know, it's great that we are growing, that we're so busy and that, you know, it's growing at a very fast rate. So let's seize this opportunity and not look at it as something that, you know, we're going to try and like cram into CAMH because we just, we're not going to fit in there. We're too big. So let's look at it as a, a really lovely opportunity to expand. Just change that lens. Awesome. <laughs> so in the past, what have been some of your most successful programs? The core of our programs are, are the training programs. And so 
Um, what happens with the training programs are our artist members kind of work, well, they don't necessarily have to go through the system. I mean, some of them do arrive, you know, uh, ready to teach, but all of our instructors are members. And so it's really lovely to see when people come and start taking a class and then at a certain point they think, I can teach this. I'm ready to take on this responsibility. And so our classes run from September through till June. Uh, we run three semesters. Uh, usually each course is about 12 weeks and they run the gamut from, you know, film to scene study to oil painting. We have metal smithing. We have all kinds of things happening. And so that's really the core of what we do because, as I mentioned earlier, you know, what we want to do is get people, you know, engaged, get them out of their house, you know, get them in that positive space. And so the thing we will always save with that organization is the training programs, you know, that the public exhibition stuff comes secondary to the core of the training programs. And can you speak to uh, any employment opportunities that might be available through Workman Arts? As we get to our festival time, we do have opportunities for um, people to run the box office, to um, be volunteer coordinators, and so uh, we mostly hire members to, to uh, run those positions. And so uh, right now those are fully, we're now fully staffed because we're heading into festival time, but that's a lovely opportunity for people to engage with the organization. Again, as I mentioned, the instructors, the instructors are paid positions. So uh, that's also another way that our members get involved. We also uh, run a program at CAMH called uh, Art Cart. And so Art Cart is art that happens in the units. And, you know, our mission around that was uh, to have, you know, we didn't want to have popsicle stick art in the units. We just thought, you know, let, let's actually, if someone is in the units, let's actually teach some skills and let's bring in some proper equipment and, you know, proper cameras, that kind of thing. And so our cart now has become this really successful program at CAMH that our members teach because um, we, we think that connection, having a teacher that has lived experience and many times who has been in the exact position of the person who's taking the class and can say to them, look, I've been where you've been, you know, and here's my journey and that there's that sort of added connection. Um, so there's that in terms of employment opportunities. And then we do have a simulated patient program where our actors at Workman Arts go to CAMH and they act out scenarios with the doctors or with the psychiatrists and then actually give them feedback at the end and say, so, you know, when you asked me that question, that was really weird, you should, you should try this and this is what it's like. So that's been a wonderful program as well because um, the actors can really provide that, um, yeah, j just that level of understanding and really help you know, psychiatrists and doctors like just be better in the room, you know. So there's lots of lots of opportunities at Workman Arts for sure. Excellent. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or promote or plug at this time? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I think anyone interested in becoming a member, uh, you know, a great place to start is with our website, our newly launched website, easier to navigate, workmanarts.com. Uh, that the Rendezvous with Madness Festival is coming up October 10th to 20th and all events are pay what you wish and so um, you know I really encourage people to come out and just see the art there's an art exhibition there's live performance comedy film and so that's a great way to also get to know the organization but yeah I think uh, I, I think 
the you know the website is a really great place to start for sure awesome that's great on behalf of progress place and radio totally normal toronto i'd like to thank kelly strawn from workman arts for being here with us this afternoon this has been matthias poe if you are looking for a community to be a part of for your mental health wellness please visit a clubhouse near you Clubhouse International reaches over 100,000 people living with mental illness per year in 320-plus clubhouses in 34 countries. Please visit clubhouseinternational.org to find a clubhouse in your community. Queen West Art Crawl, otherwise known as Quack, is a community-based arts and culture organization that is dedicated to supporting the arts community in Queen West and across Toronto. The cornerstone of the organization is is our annual outdoor exhibit that takes place in Trinity Bellwoods Park. The Outdoor Art Festival brings in thousands of visitors each year. If you're interested in attending, the Quack is happening on September 21st and 22nd, 2019, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Trinity Bellwoods Park. Thank you to all the members and staff of Progress Place who work hard each month to create a recurring episode of Radio Totally Normal Toronto. Special thank you to Kelly Strawn, the Executive Director of Workman Arts. Thank you to our listeners, and please share this episode with your friends and family. Together we can transition from mental health stigmas to a continued focus on mental health wellness. To learn more about RTNT or to listen to previous episodes, please check out radiototallynormaltoronto.org. We are pleased to announce that this that the show is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast if you search up Radio Totally Normal Toronto. If you'd like to learn more about Progress Place, visit progressplace.org. You can also track Progress Place on social media. Our handle is at Progress Place on Facebook and Instagram. For Twitter, our handle is at progress underscore place. Once again, thank you for joining us and have an amazing afternoon. Now we'll sign off with a song called This Is Magic by A Great Big World. See you next month. This is magic.